Welcome to The Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Varberg. This podcast is all about experiencing the abundant life that Jesus promised. We do this through stories, teachings, and testimonies about God's unyielding faithfulness. Today, we're introducing a new series focused on the Impact School of Discipleship. We'll be interviewing different teachers to let you crash their class and take away some nuggets for yourself. We hope you'll be inspired to take your spiritual life to the next level and help you understand a little bit more about what happens upstairs at our church. Today, I will be interviewing the Impact School of Discipleship Director, Scott Wessel, about one of the most popular classes in Impact called Design, which helps students figure out their purpose and their calling. Enjoy. I'm excited, Scott. Me too. And obviously you teach a few classes, but today we're talking about design. Design, yes, absolutely. So if someone was like, wait, we have this thing on the calendar, design week or design class, like what would you tell them? Well, uh, I think that the number one thing is that in terms of our students, one of the, the, the biggest thing that they get out of this, out of the program, out of the school is a life of significance, mm. right? That a lot wow. of people come in and they're like, I'm not sure what I'm doing with my life. I don't know the direction. They, they know that they are looking for more, but they don't know what that more is. And the biggest thing on how to get a life of significance is to live the life God created you to live. Mm. Uh, and that's what design does. It helps you figure out your purpose and your calling. Wow. And that's the big thing. And, and a lot of times you get um, like the, the, the traditional way, let's call it the traditional way of figuring out your purpose is can, can easily lead you down bad paths. So like the traditional, the traditional, traditional way is asking the question, what are you passionate about? Oh, what do I feel excited to do? What are you passionate about? Um, what wakes me up in the morning? Yeah. And the problem with that is that you could be passionate about things that God doesn't care about. Wow. And the other problem is that, um, I don't know anywhere in scripture where God shows up and calls somebody and says, just keep doing what you're passionate about. You, you're already doing something great. Just keep on going. You're, you're doing great. Right. Like with Paul, he was super zealous and he had that attribute, but he was yeah. focused on his zeal. His zeal was focused on persecuting Christians. God showed up and he said, okay, I love that zeal, but we need to point it in the right direction. Mm. And so that's what design class helps you do is figure out what God has given you, wow, your unique attributes, and then you get to figure out where to point that. Wow. So in, in the, the quest of understanding what was I created for, what is my purpose, what is my significance, yes. design is starting with how did God design me, what yes. was my, how was I created different than others, and starting there to answer that question, right? Yeah, it's the, it's the single easiest way to discover your purpose. So if I give you a hammer, some wood, saw, and some nails, what do I want you to do? <laughs> yeah, be a carpenter, like build yeah, something. Build something. Yeah. If I give you seed, soil, water, uh, a hoe, a rake, what do I want you to do? Farmer. Yeah, you know, I want you to grow something. And it's the same way that as we look at what God has 
given us, as how he has designed us, it gives us insight into what he's created us to do. And it cuts through a lot of the, the guessing. So much of my life in the beginning was trial and error. Yeah. And, and error and error and error and error. And what design is, it's a unique combination of some of the best assessments on the, on the market today mm. combined with uh, personalized coaching to help you understand what God has given you so you know what direction to walk in life. Yeah, and uh, as one of the teachers here at Impact, this design week when I went through the school was one of those things that helped me realize, hey, this these tools, right, the seed, the plow, the, all the things yeah. grow. Like I had the tools of someone that could – teach, explain all those things. And that had led me on a journey where then I went out as a missionary and was a teacher and did all these things. And that started for me personally in my story was seeing that. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think there were times where, you know, like you'll have people or your mom will be like, wow, you're so good at that. And you're like the deep insecurities, <laughs> you know, I think for me, like, it was helpful to almost have a very practical, logical, yeah, you know, process of the the week the the process where it's like, okay, I'm taking these assessments. This isn't just my friend saying I'm good at this, but like we're actually looking at some of my skills. Yeah, because your mom tells you you're good at everything. Yeah, especially with my mom. She used to think I was going to be an artist. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So design, what is design? Yeah, so what is design? Is so, it an acronym, right? It's an if acronym, like, yeah. If we're in impact, we've got to have an acronym. It's, a, it's an acronym. So it is, the D stands for disposition. Mm. E stands for emotional maturity. The S stands for strengths. The I stands for inclinations in ministry. The G is gifts of the spirit. And the N is natural abilities. So disposition. Disposition. I I have actually gone through this class, but I'm still like, well, if you were to define disposition, <laughs> what does that really mean? Disposition is personality, basic. Okay. Right? And so you are predisposed, uh, wired. It's a combination of being hardwired and... Uh, nature, nurture. Nature, nurture, yes. Um of who you tend to be. So, and we look at it more than just like extrovert introvert. Yeah. We also look at personalities based off of healthy and unhealthy. So, oh, wow. For example, there's a certain type of personality that's very um rules oriented, let's call it. Mm. They're very detail rules oriented and in an unhealthy way, that personality, that disposition uh, can be very critical, yeah. <laughs> difficult to, to live yeah. with, beating themselves up, beating other people up. Uh, and that's unhealthy, but if you are healthy and you, mm. and you have that disposition, you can actually make the world a better place. Mm. And so it's not just about finding your disposition, but um, finding the path to greater health in your personality type. Yeah, it's almost like every... Most gifts, there's like a double-edged sword to them. Yeah. The and it's like the shadow side. The shadow side, yes. So I have, I have responsibility, which 
makes me really stressed, especially when I'm unhealthy. Like I take responsibility over things I can't control out of things that are, you know, other people's responsibilities. And that's very unhealthy. It can be very unhealthy. Yes. Yes. And, or it could be extraordinary. But yes, I tend to get a lot of stuff done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And probably stuff that you don't need to get done. Absolutely. Yeah. So disposition is personality. Emotional maturity is uh, how you interact. Emotional maturity, interestingly enough, is the greatest indicator for career success and relational satisfaction. Mm. So if you've got good emotional maturity, you will get paid more and get promoted. Wow. And your relationships will be a lot better. So are you saying that I'm more emotionally mature than you? Oh, uh, because you get paid more than me? (laughs) (laughs) All the things. No, just kidding. (laughs) Yes. Um, Does that have to do with emotional intelligence? Yes, it is a, it's emotional intelligence, but it is one step beyond. So emotional intelligence is, um, self-awareness, self-awareness and stuff like that. But then we add the biblical component to it. Cool. So the Bible has a lot to say about mastering your emotions. Yes. And so it's not just being, having a high intelligence, but being mature in your emotions. Mm. Great. And then strengths. Strengths. Strengths is all about um, Clifton Strengths Finders, Mm. right? Which you mentioned, which you've mentioned it in the disposition. It's actually not a disposition. It's part of your- I got carried away. Your strengths, right? And there's 34 different strengths. And uh, there's four different quadrants Mm. that the strengths can be broadly categorized into. And so you're learning about- um, where you fit. So there's the four quadrants are you've got executors, people mm. that get stuff done, right? And responsibility is an executing quadrant. That's why yes. you get so much stuff done. The world, nothing would happen in the world without the executors. I love them. Uh, then you've got the influencers. Those are like the natural leaders, the natural cheerleaders, um, you know, the influencers like influencers. YouTube, Instagram, yes. you know, in- TikTok influencers. Yeah, kind of, kind of, without the twerking. Okay, yes, okay. <laughs> so an influencer are natural leaders, or they are the cheerleaders for something. They get awesome. people inspired and excited about things. And then you have the relationship builders, mm. um, which they are, their, their thing is to build relationships, spend time with people, super needful, everybody, like, with the world doesn't function without relationships. But without like the executors, nothing would get done. Yeah. Just be having conversations. So everybody would just be hanging out. Coffee shops. Like if the if the church was filled with relationship builders, everybody would feel loved, but church would never happen. Yeah. <laughs> right? And some relationship builders, they're like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, and then you have uh, strategic thinkers, which is mm. what I fall into, which is all about... Uh, we live in the world of thoughts and ideas and plans and stuff like that. Mm. And so one of the biggest uh, takeaways for that is as you learn not just your strength. Well, first of all, there's a difference between in, in Clifton Strength Finders, there's a difference between a strength and a talent. So everybody has talents. Ah. And so like your responsibility 
uh, most people's things are just talents, mm. right? So your responsibility could be a talent, but you would have to work on it for it to become a strength. Oh, yes. Um, so and, it's like a, the seed, and then you've got to cultivate it yeah. into yes. strength. So like, for example, one of my main strengths is uh, input, which means I am constantly looking for new information, right? Anything... Uh, Google is my favorite friend. I'm just constantly searching for new ideas, new information. Uh, I'm a little obsessive compulsive about it, mm. which is a talent. I can absorb information and retain it like crazy. I'm the best person to have at like a trivia game. Yes. But in order for it to become a strength, I would need to point it at my career field mm. or whatever I'm doing. Right. And it's, that's what you need to do in order to take your talent and turn it into a strength to make it not just, this is something you're good at, but this is something that propels your life forward in this area. Mm. And one thing I love going through strengths is like, when you take that test, it gives you positive words or yes. language to yes, speak yes, about yes. things. Cause like, that's why I brought it out, out of turn. <laughs> we talked about it's your the favorite. thing earlier. <laughs> well, no, it's just because like. Like you mentioned that whole like person that's critical or like, let's take something like detail oriented, right? We have this term like, oh, that person's really anal, right? Like, like they're very, you know, and, but for an accountant, that's amazing. Oh yeah. Right? That's what you so need. It's like, I don't want a relationship builder doing my uh, taxes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think strengths is great because it gives you positive yes. words to look at these natural giftings that sometimes in our life we've only seen as drawbacks. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And another great thing about understanding the where you fit is also a understanding of where other people fit as well. Mm. So it's so easy. We all get caught in this trap of... Um, you know, Peter should be more like me, mm. right? And you're not like me. And so something's wrong with you. Mm. And relationship builders are essential, right? But it, so are executors. Yeah. And so are the influencers. And so uh. are the strategic. It's, it's like when First uh, Corinthians says, if the whole body was an eye, yeah. Where would the hearing be? If the whole body was in here, where would the, the seeing be? That yeah. the, as you understand how things fit together, you have a deeper respect for not only where you fit in the yeah. body of Christ, but you have an appreciation for where other people's contributions. And wow. they're not like you. And that's a great thing. Yeah. And learning to not just recognize that Peter, you're not like me, but to actually value what you bring to the table in the body of Christ. Mm. That's powerful. Yeah. 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 And so that's the strengths. And then you also have, uh, inclinations in ministry, which is God gave us the Ephesians four, 11 and 12, something like that. There's four roles within ministry that every believer has been, um, charged to uh to fill apostles prophets pastors teachers those ones yeah except for you you skipped evangelists evangelists do you yeah. not like people coming to jesus no, Is that the I don't why are you skipping them no i just i was letting you fill in the blanks <laughs> i wanted you to participate 
Yeah. So there's apostles, which is the small a apostles. Okay. Yeah. Uh, And then there's prophets, evangelists, truth, and the keepers of the truth. That's the prophet. God's standards. It's not as much the I see the future prophet. Says the Lord. No, it's uh, they're the keepers uh, of God's standard. They call the community to God's standards, and then you've got the evangelists who are. bring people to faith. And then you've got shepherds and teachers, which are the people that do the relational uh, and community growth. Mm. And so the, the big idea is if you don't know your place, you can't fulfill your role Mm. and how God in Ephesians, it says that God gave these four roles for the edifying of the church, for the work of the ministry that we would all attain maturity to the stature or the measure of Christ wow. being knit together and growing. So if like in a body, in your body, if you've got cells in your body that aren't being productive, what do we call that? Cancer. Cancer. And so it's the same thing with the body of Christ. If you are not, if you don't know what your role is and how to contribute in a positive way, I don't want to say that you're a cancer, but mm. You are not contributing, you are draining mm. the body of Christ. And the, the, the body of Christ cannot become mature. And the body of Christ is, is first locally in your own church, but then also globally. Like your, your local church that you go to will not be able to attain maturity, right? It won't be able to grow into what it's supposed to. Wow. And so it's critical that you know what your what your role is mm. and how to actually step into it. Wow. That's inclinations of ministry. Then yep. we've got gifts of the spirit. Yes. And gifts of the spirit is we basically teach how to discover and walk in your spiritual gifts. So there's, um, we don't do tests, oh, no, no tests, tests. right? Um, because A's. What? Everyone gets A's? No Everybody gets... No, we don't do the spiritual gifts <laughs> test. Uh, the reason why we don't do spiritual gifts test is because they are really bad for people who don't know what their spiritual gifts are. Yeah. So they're super subjective. And if you uh, don't have a high level of <laughs> personal understanding, you'll get false positives. I see. Right. So I know a whole bunch of people who test really high for mercy because as they're taking the test, they're like, well, I should be merciful. I see. Um, And so the best way to figure out your spiritual gifts is to practice. Mm. Right. And so what we do is we cover spiritual gifts and then we have time to practice the spiritual gifts. And it's that practicing where you see, you know, okay, as I do this, am I getting a natural uh, response, which would be like a natural ability, or is there something supernatural going on? I see. Right. And that leads into that other piece, the natural ability. Yes. Your natural abilities, natural abilities. We cover a lot of ground on natural abilities. Um, but like one of the biggest ones for, so we, we talk about like work style preference, Mm. you know, there's, uh, laborers, people that love to do stuff, check. They're the people that love to check the the boxes off. They get satisfaction from like accomplishing a task. Yeah. 
right? And then you've got people that are supervisors that love to work through people. Uh, and then you've got what's called managers, which are the people who like to do the, the high level directing groups and organizations uh, and figuring out where you're at in that. And one of the worst things that you can do in life is be in a position that is contrary to your preference. It uh, like sucks your will to live. Um, and it happens so much in like, if you are a laborer and you're really good at what you do, you will eventually get offered a promotion mm. and not everybody who is a laborer should take, say yes to the promotion because it, it, some some of the the promotions will require you to step out of your preferred style and it will you'll either micromanage everybody or you'll be it'll be such a different style that you'll feel like you are failing and it was the worst decision decision in your life mm. and i know a lot of people can relate to that cuz yes. they've, they've done that yes and so part of it is understanding where you're where your sweet spot is mm. and staying there. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's better to get paid less money and thrive than to get paid lots of money and have your will to live stolen from you. That's such a good point. And that goes into what you said earlier of like, everyone has a role and a place. And the more we can yeah. understand that, I think not everyone's a leader. <laughs> Our culture is like, yes, be a leader, right? Like it's not, in your own way, you know, but it's like, you're not, everyone's going to be a CEO, you know, like, yes. Yeah, absolutely. We all have, where, and you can lead any, anywhere you're at, you can lead, but leading looks differently depending on yeah. the person and how God designed them. Absolutely. Yeah. And so other natural abilities, just really quick. Um, we talk about, uh, conflict. People handle mm. conflict different ways. Right. So it's the SDI, which is uh, strengths development in inventory, something mm. like that. But anyway, people go through different. So there's some people that love conflict, right? Like my wife, she feels like it's like, mm, I love it. Not like conflict, like you're yelling at somebody, yeah. but it's like, it's fun to, to be open and honest. And yeah. There's certain people that love that. And that's like their number one style. Then there's, Another style where it's um, where it's about when you're in conflict, you take a step back and you think, like, I could be wrong. You could be wrong. Let's get more information. That's my style. And then there's more of a um, relationship style where it's like, I don't want to fight because I don't want, uh, I want our relationship to be good. Mm. And so understanding not only your style, and, but understanding and identifying other people's style. So we're not just blindly bumping into each other, but understanding, okay, this is, this is your, your priority right now in this conflict. This is my priority in this conflict. How can we, how can we both come together so that we can come to a good conclusion? Awesome. Does that make sense? It does. It's really cool. Yeah. Wow. So it's not comprehensive, but again, we have disposition, disposition, and we have emotional, emotional maturity. maturity. We have strengths. Yes. We have inclinations in ministry. Correct. Gifts of the spirit and natural abilities. Yes. So that just, man, it's beautiful how like covering those things, it's not everything we could do, but gives you a strong foundation to know where do I fit in? Yeah. I mean, and honestly, the, 
humans are so complex and multifaceted that design just scrapes the surface, yeah. The surface of how God created us. But um, it is a great insight into giving you a direction to walk in life. So in a quick few seconds for someone listening, that's like, man, I want to know where I fit in better. Yes. Like, what would you say? Where, where do I start with that? Like, how do I start? Obviously we could go to impact. We could go through design week, I, potentially take some of these tests. Like what, what do you think would be a simple place to start? Uh, the simplest place. Well, the place that gives you the biggest bang for your buck is to come to impact. So uh, if, if you wanted to take all these uh, tests, all these, uh, 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 they're not tests, they're, what are they called? Assessments. Assessments. If you want to take, because people don't like tests, right? So they're assessments. <laughs> if you want to take all these assessments and get the coaching and go to the workshops and do what we do, it would actually cost you more to do that than to come to a year of impact which true, will give yeah. you all of that stuff plus so much more. So if you're looking for bang for your buck, come to Impact. If you want something, uh, a, a first step, I mean, you could go to, you could take your strength finders online and do stuff like that. Uh, but Impact is really where all the, the real yeah the, the real coaching and the, the real coaching the practice and all the stuff where day. it gets and not only do you get that but then you also get like a gazillion hours of bible study yeah it takes most people 40 years 40 of years sons. of just going to sunday to get yeah. what you get here in a year well thanks scott you this was amazing um i love how condensed and powerful that was for someone that is wondering where do i fit in what's my significance in this world if we can look at how god created us we can we can get direction there